Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's September 14th. U.S. President William McKinley died on this day in 1901 after being shot on September 6th of that year. When he was shot, McKinley was at the Pan-American Exposition in Buffalo, New York. At the time, Buffalo was one of the largest cities in the United States thanks to its position relative to both the Erie Canal and the major railroads. As another bonus, it was very close to Niagara Falls, which had become a major tourist attraction. McKinley had been re-elected in 1900, and he wanted to attend the exposition, which had been postponed before due to the Spanish-American War. These expositions highlighted a very particular idea of American progress. It really showed off the United States as a place of innovation and culture, and those were among the reasons why McKinley wanted to be there. He also wanted to have a lengthy meet and greet outside of the Temple of Music at the exposition. This was against the advice of his advisors, who were increasingly worried about the threat of an assassination, especially after the assassination of Umberto Primo of Italy on July 29th of 1900. McKinley was in the habit of having these handshake appearances after his speeches and addresses, and he just refused to give them up. All his team could do was to add more security. They could not convince him not to do it. So... The president was shaking hands on September 6th when 28-year-old Leon Cholgos shot him twice. Cholgos was an anarchist. He was inspired by that assassination in Italy, and he believed that McKinley was an enemy of the American people and that McKinley was doing what was best for the rich and powerful while ignoring the needs of the working class. Cholgos had actually planned to assassinate McKinley the day before When he got there, he wasn't confident that he could make his shot. So he tried again at the public receiving line with his gun concealed in a handkerchief. One of the two bullets that he fired was deflected by a button on McKinley's clothing, and the other hit him in the abdomen. Security and the crowd turned on Cholgos. When this happened, McKinley, though, called out for him to be captured and not harmed. The president underwent surgery at the exposition hospital. They did not really have a surgeon on staff. The doctor who did this procedure was a gynecologist named Matthew Mann. This was before the development of modern sanitary surgical procedures. Mann basically felt around inside the president's bullet wound with his fingers. He couldn't find the bullet and sewed the president's wound up. For several days after that, McKinley seemed to be improving, but he collapsed on September 13, 1901, and he died the following day. Vice President Theodore Roosevelt had come to Buffalo after the shooting, but he had gone back to his family vacation because it seemed like McKinley was going to pull through. He came back to Buffalo and was sworn in as president about 13 hours after McKinley's death. So for that window of time, there was technically no president. After an autopsy... The cause of the president's death was determined to be an infection and gangrene. After a funeral in Washington, D.C., McKinley's body was returned to his hometown of Canton, Ohio. Cholgos was tried for murder and sentenced to death, and before his execution, he said, quote, I killed the president because he was the enemy of the good people, the good working people. I am not sorry for my crime. I am only sorry I could not get to see my father. 
You can learn more about the assassination of President McKinley as well as other presidential assassinations in the November 9th and 11th, 2015 episodes of Stuff You Missed in History Class, which are called New York Super Week Live Assassination History Parts 1 and 2. In those episodes, we interview author Brian Young about his book, A Children's Illustrated History of Presidential Assassinations. You can subscribe to the Stand History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for some folks wrecking trains for fun and profit. <laughs> <laughs>